News this morning that Fonterra has cut the forecast milk price by 20 cents to $8.30. didn't really come as a surprise to me, but it might come as a surprise to some people when the economy starts to turn to custard because the primary sector is driving our economy and I think it's going to be a tough winter for provincial New Zealand off the back of this and poor returns for the likes of sheep farmers and our horticulture sector. What can we do about it? Well, let's ask a man who, who knows, could be Minister Minister of Finance later in the year, ACT Party leader David Seymour. This is not all the government's fault, obviously, David, but a good portion of it is. Well, I just put it this way. Around the world, inflation is starting to ease back, uh, and I suspect that's partly affecting food prices and Fonterra's payout. Meanwhile, inflation in New Zealand is going full tilt because the government just keeps on spending. It's the only organisation not tightening its belt in New Zealand right now. Uh, and, of course, they introduced so much into the cost structure with the various bureaucracies. We've had five years of pursuing fresh water and climate and labour relations. And you name it, they've had an objective. But the one objective they forgot about is making the boat go faster. Now, you know, this country is basically, I don't want to be rude, but it's basically a rock in the ocean that stops rain and grows grass. Um, it's got some of the best farmers in the world. They've had to be efficient for 40 years because they have no subsidies. How those circumstances can't lead to people making a buck takes a special kind of screwing up and um you know, there'll always be global factors, but I think Labor has to take a massive portion of the blame for this. Yeah, compliance, regulatory reform, you name it, uh, they've done everything in a lot of ways to kick the primary sector in the guts and very little to help it. While they may pay the price come October. Look, it's been a better week for the centre-right. Uh, Chippy, um, maybe through no fault of his own, I don't know. Marima Davidson, Stuart Nash, uh, are, they, are they Chippy's fault or is that just bad luck? Well, it's bad for New Zealand. I'd like to live in a country where the people who are elected to lead the government uh, actually have respect for all people, uh, don't blast out racist epithets and sexist epithets like Marama Davidson does. I notice uh, she says she's apologised to Chris Hipkins, but she hasn't apologised to the rest of New Zealand, so I don't take any joy in our opponents screwing up because they are actually the ones entrusted uh, to run the government right now. And as for Stuart Nash... I mean, I just think it's absolutely astonishing. Um, one minute, he's a trusted minister, he's paid his price, we're not going to demote him any further, we want him in our cabinet. The next minute, it's entirely his fault that these incriminating emails uh, were hidden for two years and full knowledge of the Prime Minister's office. Uh, but the full guy, Stuart Nash, he signed off that OIA request that hid the emails two years ago. Uh, even if the Prime Minister's office knew uh, it's not their fault, they're throwing him under the bus... And I think it's a real shame because, you know, I've known Stu for oh, 10 years. Um, he's unbelievably stupid. He's done things that are absolutely unacceptable. He needed to go. I agree with all of that. But he's not nasty. He's not dishonest. He doesn't deserve to be the fall guy uh, for the Prime Minister's office hiding these incriminating emails for two years. Yeah, I thought he was one of the better Labour cabinet ministers. There you go. Damning with faint praise. Yeah, tre <laughs> Treasury, I'm going to come back to that. Treasury warns of skyrocketing bills if the carbon price is used to cut emissions. Now, this is the Emperor's New Clothes as far as I'm concerned because they're talking about a carbon price of maybe 120 bucks, double where it is now because it has dropped back a bit, increasing drastically the, the cost of, of fuel and electricity. Well, that's absolutely true. A lot of people, I don't think, some people, well, at least or many, maybe many people, 
still don't realise that the emissions trading scheme cost is in everything you buy. Uh, the price has fallen back from the low 80s to 67 bucks a tonne. What that means when you buy a litre of petrol or diesel, well, on petrol it was 18 cents. It's now down to about 14 cents a litre uh, ETS cost. So those prices are already there, and, and QED, as you say, if it doubles, then your price is up to 28 cents uh, a litre. Um, and the last thing people need right now is another 15 cents a litre on their petrol, and you can make similar arguments for diesel and yeah, cement or anything else that is produced with carbon emissions. So, yeah, they're right, but let me just give you another thought. Um, why are we putting our carbon price above our competitors? Because there's absolutely no point in rising our carbon price above what people in Australia, uh, China, the United States, Japan or Korea um, are paying. The ACT Party says we should connect our emissions with what our competitors do, connect our price with what our competitors do. And look, if they want to pay more, then we'll follow them all the way down. But on the other hand, um, it makes absolutely no sense to try and lead the world. And our policy for agriculture is the same. We should have the same agricultural and climate policy as our major competitors, uh, which, by the way, right now is zero. Now, if they want to change that in the future, we'll talk about changing too. But the idea that New Zealand's going to sacrifice its farming community to make some sort of a point at international conferences. Man, I just can't wait till this government's gone. <laughs> yeah, that's called being at the bleeding edge rather than the leading edge. One final quick question for you, and don't duck for cover on this one, David Seymour. There is, we understand, going to be a, a mini-cabinet reshuffle, uh, the deck chairs on the Titanic, perhaps. I don't know. Stuart Nash won't be amongst them. If you could pick one Labour cabinet minister to have in your team, who would it be? Come on. Show some generosity. Oh, look, I, I think if I had to pick anybody, um, it would have to be Deborah Russell. Um, you know, she could speak Latin to us. She'd be very entertaining. Um, and uh, at the end of the day, she can't do too much damage because no one would understand what she was saying. You're a cruel man. David Seymour, thanks for your time on the country. Thank you very much.